Welcome to Homemade in Alberta, featuring the rising stars of Alberta country music and their songs. My name is Sarah Scott, and thanks for hanging out today. In the spotlight on this episode is... The definition of a rising star. She is just such a ray of sunshine. Her name is Haley Benedict and she's out of St. Albert. You are going to learn a lot more about Haley throughout this and who inspires her and how she stays inspired, her love of musical theater and how she's taken all that into her current musical career, the really cool music school she got accepted to and that experience and so much more. You're also going to hear her brand new song, Wanted You Too. I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. Well, first off, Haley, thank you so much for being a part of Homemade in Alberta, the first episode back in quite some time. So this is very exciting to get you on. And I mean, I've known you for the last couple of years, and I could totally read your bio off of your website, but I love to hear from the artist. Tell us about themselves. So tell us how you got your start in music from what I am seeing on your website, like it all started back in 2013 around that area. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Well, first of all, thank you for having me on today. Yeah, I was singing basically since I could talk and I, I started doing performances and playing out at places when I was probably six. But then I I didn't start writing my own songs and playing guitar till I was about 12 or 13. I would just do kind of local competitions and stuff in St. Albert or little charities and then kept working on writing my own stuff. And then 2014, Keith Urban pulled me up on stage in front of 20,000 people. And that was almost, yeah, I think it's five years ago, which is crazy. And then there's just been a lot of exciting things since then. And it just kind of that solidified what I wanted to do that, you know, music was something I wanted to have as a career and been putting out music ever since. And I just released a brand new single called Wanted You Too. So yeah, it's been an exciting journey and ride. And yeah, it it feels like it's been so short. Uh, (laughs) Well, it's been so incredible. Like I am looking at your website here and we could talk about all your accolades and accomplishments, but I feel like that would take a good hour because like you're just kicking butt and I love it so much and you deserve every single recognition. Congratulations. And some of the ones we are going to talk about, though, are the 2017 Canadian Country Music Association's Week. Also, you performed on the Big Valley Jamboree ATV Homegrown Talent Stage. You were the grand winner, which was awesome. And you opened for headliners Chris Young and Jason Aldean. Also, you performed, of course, with Keith Urban, that original song in front of 20,000 fans, which is crazy. And then Mm -hmm. in 2014, the Association of Country Music Alberta Fans Choice Award, five-time 2017 North America Country Music Association International Youth Award winner. Very well deserved. And once again, congratulations on that. And moving into the uh, further years of your career, like 2018, 2019, you were a top 10 National Canadian Songwriting Competition finalist, and you got the St. Albert's Mayor's Arts Award recipient in 2019. Like, holy cow. And in 2020, the Country Music Alberta Awards Female Artist of the Year and Fans Choice Award of the Year final ballot nominee, which is incredible as well. And you reached number 95 on Canadian Country Radio tracks reports for your single Strike Four, which came out earlier this year as well. So Man, I'm just loving how your career is going. And that is amazing. And you are also the 2017 Global Woman of Vision Award recipient. And you said that was your biggest accomplishment so far. That is so cool. Tell us about that. Thank you. Um, yeah, the the Global Woman of Vision thing for me was was huge. And I think even now, just looking at, at that time, that was just such a 
amazing honor. I was I was nominated alongside Kim Campbell, who is our former prime minister here. And there were, you know, astronauts and people that I, I didn't even know how I was <laughs> nominated uh, amongst because they were just such amazing, inspiring women. But I look back on that moment and it's cool, even the night before the whole like ceremony they do the next day, we got to chat with all the women and everything. And, and it was so nice to hear their, you know, their stories about how they made it in their careers and the challenges that they faced. Yeah, it was just a huge honor to receive that, but then also just to be among all those incredible women. So yeah, it was definitely a, a huge accomplishment and something I'll, I'll treasure for the rest of my life. Like we could talk all about that for days and I'd love to hear it, but I want to know with all these accomplishments so far, where else would you like to see your career go? And what else would you like to accomplish as an artist? Uh, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a big question. I mean, I definitely want to keep releasing music. One of my goals is to have a, a top 40 single. I think right now, Wanted You 2 is at number 43, which is crazy. Um, so I'd love to crack that top 40 one day. And I'd also just love to connect with more people around Canada and around the world with my music and, and hopefully be able to, you know, maybe sell out some venues and tour I am once the world is more stable and open I'd love to just tour and connect with people because my favorite thing and something that I missed during the pandemic is the whole performance aspect of music and that's my, my favorite thing so hopefully more of that in the future as well <laughs> for sure for sure that'd be awesome to see you live once again and what did you do during the pandemic to pass the time and how did you grow your career with that downtime? I have to admit, it was a is a difficult year, and for a lot of it, I actually kind of felt uninspired. I I know in the beginning, I was like, you know, I'm gonna use this time, and I'm gonna, you know, practice every day, and I just I just didn't have the inspiration or motivation to. But what it did allow me to do is just kind of reflect on who I am and, and where I want my career to go. And then I also just was writing a lot with other people over Zoom because every, no one, <laughs> there was nothing else for anyone else to do. So we all just kind of did some Zoom writes with a lot of songwriters and, you know, whether we got a song or not, just connecting with people during that time. I'm so thankful for Zoom or having phone calls to be able to chat with people. And that's kind of what got me through it. And then as you know, kind of the light near the end of the tunnel and there was talks of live shows again. I started working on my electric guitar. I did like a thunderstruck challenge on TikTok and I got connected more on TikTok and started to feel inspired again. So it was a roller coaster of emotions, but I'm, I'm grateful for it because it definitely taught me a lot. That's amazing. And I'm glad you got through all that. It sounds like it was a bit of a tough year and it was for many artists, as you mentioned, of course. But how do you make sure that you have time to be creative and be inspired? Do you set a time or do you put it in your schedule? So how do you make time to be creative and be inspired? Yeah, that's something that I, I am still trying to figure out, you know, the best ways of doing it. Cause before when kind of get inspired, it'd be from, you know, just experiencing life and going out and hearing other people's stories or watching content and or reading. But something over the pandemic that I've done or I'm trying to do more is read more because I used to do it all the time. And then I felt within the past couple years, I didn't as much. And then same with just write, like even if it's just brainstorming on a piece of paper or setting time for myself to do co-writes like once a week, just to kind of keep the energy kind of flowing and everything. So, uh, 
Yeah, I feel like you just you have to set the time for yourself as well. It's important because it can be so easy to get caught up in, you know, the business side of the music industry. And it's just as important to have the creative side as well. That's pretty cool. And who keeps you creative? Who inspires you musically or personally or both? Uh, well, Keith Urban is is a huge inspiration of mine and not not just because of what happened in 2014. I even before that I have always looked up to him because of how he always kind of thinks outside of the box and he's always trying different things and with each one of his albums or records he has a unique sound in there and I love that he's you know willing to explore and I think it can be so easy to pigeonhole yourself I love to experiment with different sounds and things and so Keith is a huge one Taylor Swift is another huge one for me I mean with uh, Folklore and Evermore she released both those during the pandemic so lyrically I think she's just an incredible writer Tennille Towns and Lindsay L from Alberta I think they're amazing so those are a few of my people I look up to and I respect a lot. That's pretty cool. Those are great inspirations. And you also got to work with Dan Davidson for a song as well, Rise to Your Fall. Yeah. So Dan actually produced Wanted You Too as well, which is exciting to get to work back with him again. Because yeah, he produced and I co-wrote Rise to Your Fall with him a couple years ago now. And it was so much fun. Dan is such a creative, awesome human being. So to connect over the pandemic, we wrote the song or we didn't, we recorded the song, sorry, for Wanted You To the past year. And he actually found the song was written by Madeline Merlot, Emily and Eric Arges. Um, so that was really cool. And uh, it was great getting to collaborate with him. He's, he's awesome. So if you could write a song for absolutely anybody who would it be oh that's so hard hmm i could write one for somebody else i'd love to write something for like a different genre like billy eilish i feel like would be really cool casey musgraves maybe i don't know if i get to like co-write with them or if i just write it for them but if i was writing for other people i would i would love to do something maybe outside of my genre, like more stuff in pop or like Olivia Rodrigo. I feel like that'd be really, really cool. Oh, that is so cool. I love that. Now, if anyone could write a song for you, who would you love to have write a song for you? Taylor Swift. Yes, I think either one of those, those women, I would love to sing one of their tunes one day. That, I think that would be amazing. I love that. So tell us a bit about your writing process. It differs every time for me. Sometimes it just, I am out somewhere and someone says a word. I'm like trying to scratch it down or put it into my phone on my notes and and be like, okay, that's a song. Or sometimes I'll just go sit down at the piano and I kind of just, I'll pick a few chords and I'll just keep playing the chords and I kind of improvising like I just let random stuff kind of just spew out of my mouth and and then if something good comes out I'll be like wait no that's kind of interesting and I'll start writing or you know when I'm I find when I'm co-writing though I I usually sit down and and we I have ideas in my notes or I you know the other writers come in with ideas or melodic ideas and we kind of just bounce back and forth but yeah it always looks different for me it's, it's never quite the same with each song which is kind of fun that's super cool and also in 2020 you did keep busy we're going to talk about a couple of things that were really cool for you in 2020 actually but you also got to collaborate with Ryan Lindsay for a song Hindsight yeah Hindsight 2020 that was awesome too because I was Middle of pandemic, we were just thinking, you know, we take what the pandemic, we lost a lot, but we take so much 
for granted. And I feel like it was a time of reflection for all of us to look back and, and really appreciate the things that we take for granted every day. And um, we kind of just wanted to do it, give something to the fans to let people know, like, you're not alone. And I loved working with Ryan. He's such a genuine person. So it was, I'm glad to put out music. And I was very lucky to be able to put out music during the pandemic as well. Who would you love to work with in your career? Who do you love to collaborate with? Tennille Towns. I love to Dallas Smith, Keith Urban, Taylor Swift, if I'm shooting for the high stars, <laughs> like maybe one day. And Dolly Parton. I'd love to collaborate or even just have a conversation with Dolly Parton. I think the world of her, I'm that, that's also reaching for the stars, but you never know. I'm, I'm putting it out into the universe right now. So <laughs> manifest it. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> Before we talk about you graduating and the school that you actually got accepted into for music, we got to talk about your extracurricular musical theater activities, which is so cool because I did musical theater growing up. So I just read this and was like, yes, theater uh, camp all the way. So <laughs> it started in grade 10 for you. You were in Les Miserables, you were in Phantom of the Opera, you were in Matilda, and you were the leads for all of them. That is just so cool. Tell us about your experience in musical theater and what you love about it. Thanks. This is so cool. I never talked about it in an interview before. Uh, I loved, I started out in kind of doing musical theater and I, I actually learned a lot from musical theater in bringing into my own live shows and just getting to work and be with a cast is probably one of my favorite things because, you know, if one person misses a line, everyone comes together to just keep the show going on. Those were some of my best memories, probably doing those shows in high school and especially Phantom of the Opera. I remember watching that for such a long time. I went to New York when I was, I think, like 10 or 11 and I saw it on Broadway and I always wanted to play Christine. That was like my dream. And I was like, there's no way I'm ever gonna get to play Christine. And then my high school announced in grade 11 that they were doing Phantom and I was like, oh my gosh, I, ha I have to. And so I auditioned and I got the role and it was just, it was so surreal. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that so much. And I'm, I'm very grateful for the amazing cast and crew and the teachers that we had. It was such a great experience. Musical theater, you always have to convince or tell a story. And I th that was something that I definitely pulled into my own music is connecting with the crowd, not only in just your actions, but how you're evoking emotion in the way that you're singing. Um, and then also like making a live show its own story, you know, and b building this ride um, that you, this is similar as you would go on to like, if you're watching a musical theater show, when you're watching someone, like if you watch Taylor Swift, I know she has all the props and everything, but she, her entire set is a huge story of emotions from beginning to end. And that was one thing that I really took and, and tried to incorporate in my music. And it also just made me a lot more confident on stage. It was good to have that experience and, and put that into my, to my regular stuff. Well, after the middle of 2020, which I feel like weirdly exists, but at the same time doesn't, <laughs> you graduated grade 12, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Well, you traveled to the U.S. to audition to two elite music-based institutions, Nashville's Belmont University and Boston's Berkeley University, and you were accepted at Berkeley and received a scholarship, which is quite incredible. But COVID, unfortunately had other plans, but that is really, really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we went down actually just right before 
the pandemic. It was like February. We went down to Nashville and I auditioned and the audition experience was great. And I got to tour Belmont and it was beautiful. But then, yeah, I came back home and then COVID happened and then plans changed. And so it was an honor to just be accepted into those schools, let alone get a scholarship. Yeah, I guess COVID had other plans, so not going anymore. But uh, it was still a very unique experience getting to audition for those schools and, and to get in, which was awesome. So so you have this brand new song out that is absolutely incredible. Wanted you to. And I love the message behind it that the guy that you're now with, per se, you know, is just <laughs> loving you like you wanted the last guy to. And he's doing everything that you wanted the last guy to. And it's not forced. It's not anything like that. It's just is and it's amazing and it feels good so wanted you to tell us a bit about the song yeah so um yeah madeline merlot eric arges and emily were writers and that was amazing because i look up to them as writers and madeline as well as a performer and then dan produced it uh which was so much fun and we were we were looking for songs for a while i i still write my own stuff and i still love to write but i think at the end of the day a good song is a good song and if i have the opportunity to be able to put my voice on to something that i i believe is a good song i'm really grateful for that opportunity and so I as soon as I heard wanted you to I couldn't get it out of my head I loved it and I just knew it was something that I I wanted to be able to put out and so yeah we recorded it for a couple months and went back and forth with some mixes and then we released it and released it to radio and it's been uh, super exciting the response has been so awesome and I think this has been probably one of the best performing singles I've had so far so it's been really exciting and I'm really appreciative of all the support I've received. Awesome. Now let's, uh, let's play the song. Let's get you to introduce it first though. Wicked. All right. Yeah. This is my brand new single wanted you to. My baby don't stare at a screen when we're out. He's looking at me. My baby don't go picking fights. He'd rather stay up and make up all night like a pro. Yeah. He knows all the ropes of my love Taking me for granted, no That your kiss was as good as it gets Can't believe the man that I would've missed If I settled for anything less, no Sing on. 
There's our guest, Haley Benedict, with her latest song, Wanted You To, on Homemade in Alberta. And before I tell you where you can get all of Haley's music and how you can learn more about her, I just got to mention she's also a part of the very coveted Project Wild Artist Development Program. Congratulations on her for getting into that. It's got to be the coolest experience. So I cannot wait to see how that goes for her and how that turns out. And I wish her the best of luck with that. And yes, you can get all of Haley's music wherever you buy, download, or stream your music. And of course, she is on all social media and she has a website that you can follow along her musical journey with. And you totally should because it is so promising. A massive thank you going out to Haley for hanging out on Homemade in Alberta this week. And thank you for listening. My name is Sarah Scott. Have a great rest of your day. Mm -hmm.